Members, what it be? Hey, oh, hi. Does he still do that? I don't even That's remember. a damn good question. I'm actually not sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait a few months to find out. So, <laughs> we've been talking the last couple weeks about not really knowing the status of Anthony. Anthony, we thought he was gonna be out. Then we Anthony. thought he was, then we thought he was gonna be back. And then we literally just found out last night while we were about to play our our usual night of chill that um, Anthony is indeed away for work. Uh, he'll be back mid-December, and we'll try to get him back on around then. But until then, it's just Wes and I holding down the fort. We going to do it. We are not new to this. so Nah, we fresh, baby. Let's we, do it. We, we will handle it. And uh, there's been a bunch of news uh, out in the world, in the video game world. So we are going to tackle some of that right now. And uh, you want to go first or you want me to go? Uh, no, nah, you can kick first. I mean, we'll, so, we'll start with you, and then we'll just try to flow through all the stories we can. You got it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, so Capcom sound like you swallow your tongue. Capcom says it has a major unannounced title planned before March of 2024, and that has a bunch of people speculating what that might be. Uh, this is according to a Japanese Q and A section published alongside its latest earnings result this week, in which it mentions the unannounced title in relation to how it intends to reach its year-end sales targets. Because I guess there's a big gap to what they're used to hitting, and they know that there's this game that's going to make up for it. Um, considering its aspirations for the unannounced game, it is possible that it would be related to one of their two biggest franchises being either Resident Evil or Monster Hunter. Um, my brain, if I had to pick between one of those two, would say Monster Hunter, just because unless they're coming out with a brand new Resident Evil, which I'm not expecting, they did just have the success of the Resident Evil 4 remake. So to come right back with another one seems a little strange. And I feel like, and unless it's an unless Resident it's a Evil brand new game, we're not at the point for Resident Evil Five to be a remake, though. No, I don't no, think. no, 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 no. And that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're they're following up a remake with a remake. No, and I Village is still quite new, I think, compared to like when it came out versus Resident Evil Seven. So for them to already come out with a new one would be wild. Um, they do believe that it is possible that since there are a few major industry events left before March of 2024, that the game could be announced during the Game Awards in December. That seems like the the okay the place to uh, to reveal it. Um, Capcom said on its own, uh, it is on track to achieve 11 consecutive years of operating income growth following a strong first half of the fiscal year. So that's cool. All right. Um, their best selling game during the first six months period was Street Fighter Six. I don't Makes know if played that, which uh, has now surpassed 2.47 million units since its release at the start of June. And then the one I was just talking about, the most recent Resident Evil 4 remake, sold a further 1.66 million copies during the first half of the fiscal year, taking its lifetime total to 5.45 million following its release in March. Um, top top selling franchise of all time now has surpassed 150 million sales. Um, so there is that. So Capcom, you think Capcom, and like I said, you, you know, there's a lot of games you could think of, but then when they say a major unannounced title... Mm. That that you're planning on making up a lot of money, there's some that you can probably leave out. Like you think Com, you want to say Comcast? <laughs> you keep thinking, you think Capcom? Again, immediately you think I, I had actually forgotten Monster Hunter to be completely honest. Because See, that, that like, would be the that would be one of the first ones that I would think. But then again, that's one of the first ones. You know, that's probably the most recent 
game that I've played yeah, from, so like, from Capcom. Capcom, my brain immediately goes to Resident Evil and Street Fighter. Now, I can't imagine another fighting game making up the money that they want to make to get to where they want to make. And again, yeah. Resident Evil seems to be out. Um, I'm just doing by process of elimination because another game that you think of is like the Mega Man franchise. But is a Mega Man game going to... Is, is is that considered a major unannounced title? I, I mean, know. when was the last time Unless we had, you're reinventing we had a Mega the wheel. Man franchise? I mean, when was the last time we had anything in uh, it? Look, look up when Mega Man 10 came out. It was 10 or 11. It came out pretty recently for uh, Xbox, I believe. Actually, it may have came out for both. But I forget which one was the latest. I think it's Mega Man 10. Uh, that came out in 2010. Okay, check 11 then. <laughs> there's, there's a Mega Man game that just recently came out. Or that is the most recent one to come out. All right, so the newest Mega Man game is 11 for the, looks like the PS4. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't know about that. When, when did 11 come out? Uh, 11, let's see. When did you release? Is that going to tell you there? I don't think so. Hold on. I don't know. I got you. I don't fucking know. There we go. We got the first curse out today. There we go. Mega Man 11, 2018. Uh, 2018. May 9th. May 29th. Yep, I okay. found it. So, I mean, unless you're reinventing five the wheel. years, dude. Unless you're reinventing the wheel, I can't imagine that another side-scroller... And I love Mega Man. I'm not downplaying it. But I can't imagine just another run-of-the-mill side-scroller Mega Man game is going to be your major title. So, I'm going to go out on record. I'm going to say it's something to do with Monster Hunter. I would love for it to be Monster Hunter. Um, What's the most recent Monster Hunter? Is it... Um, the one that's on Game Pass. Is that Rise? Uh, yes. Monster Hunter Rise. And, okay. Dude, it was good. And when did that come out? Do you know? That that was within the last couple of years, right? That... Or I, is that even older than I think? No, nah, that's that's older. Okay, so Monster Hunter Rise came out... Oh, shit. It came out in 2021. Okay, so yeah, last couple of years. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, look, it did have their... We had at least... Two DLCs on that, I believe. Okay. But, like, the I way... I haven't played since Monster Hunter World, and I loved it. Monster Hunter World was a lot of fun as well. And it's funny. I went from I went from being a melee fighter in World... Range. To being a ranged fighter in uh, Rise. And the main reason why I did that was because, like... Things were just a little too complicated with the mechanics of like the melee weapons, and that's like one of the, one of the things with Monster Hunter that I've always noticed. If it's a, I mean, if it's just like an open world type play, and not like and not turn based, everything that has to do with the melee weapons is always complicated uh, mechanically. Mm. And I'm and honestly, I'm looking at it going, I, I don't have time to learn these mechanics. Like, I honestly don't because there's other games that I play and all this other shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll try out the uh, the ranged weapons. What do you like more? Heavy bow. What, what I'm, but I'm saying from what, from you doing the melee stuff in world to range and like, what's your, what's your pleasure? Oh God, I like ranged so yeah. much better. Even, even if you had the time to learn melee, you still rather range? Yes, because I, like, you know this because you and I play a lot of games together. So I play support. Yeah, on most of the stuff that we play, yeah, most of the stuff we play, you're either tank support or <laughs> or med support. Yeah, one of the two, and that's one of the nice things about 
uh, about the ranged players in Rise. Well, I mean, basically in all of them, because I did actually kind of fuck with World a little bit with the range. I went back into it. Yeah. And I can I can shoot them with a paralyzing bullet. I can shoot them with a poison bullet. I can shoot them with, you know what I mean, like just basically anything. Just start knocking down their all their defenses because those the fucking monsters are OP as shit. You know what I mean? You gotta fucking dude, you gotta work. You gotta work these motherfuckers like ten minutes before before you actually take one down or you can capture it. So Hav Hav ran melee, Mike ran melee, and then Dan and I. Dan was a light bowman, I was a heavy bowman. And it just honestly it just worked out well. I enjoyed Monster Hunter Rise though. If if they throw something out within that within that range of it not necessarily like because they had one that came out like two or three years ago for the switch that was turn-based and while it was fun it wasn't you I mean it wasn't the greatest thing that that i've ever played so i would love to see monster hunter give us another good game see now now i'm thinking because like you said a major unannounced title would they come out with another monster hunter after one just dropping a couple years ago because another franchise devil may cry is another big Capcom franchise, and to DMC. my knowledge, their last one was 2019. That might be enough time for them to want to come out with another one. That's that's a very real possibility. I also thought about Marvel vs. Capcom, but I don't so, know. How, I, so right here, I have a list of all of the major franchises. So you have 194X, Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney, I believe, is a. I know Phoenix Wright, right? <coughs> Phoenix Wright is turning. Yeah. Oh man, sorry. Andy was um, you know what I mean, setting Just himself up, posting, getting ready to post on the gram. Taking a. Uh, you have Bionic Commando, <laughs> Breath of Fire, Death Stalkers would have been another one. Uh, Dead Rising. We haven't seen anything Dead Rising in a while. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like you said, Devil May Cry. You have Dino Crisis, Dragon's Dogma, Final Fight. Ghost and Goblins. Another Lost Planet game would be nice. Anthony and I played the Lost Planet stuff, man. It was it was it was good. Like you said, Marvel vs. Capcom, Mega Man, Monster Hunter, uh Amishus. Huh? I don't know. I can't read that one. I don't know how to say that. Uh Ani, you, know, you know what? Onimusha? Onimusha, yeah. I used to play those back in the day. Oh really? Alright, yeah. I played uh, Onimusha Warlord, uh, Warlords. I believe never Way even heard of it back in the day. Never heard of it. Um, I mean, let's see. Hold on. That game. When did that game come out? Two thousand, two thousand one. <laughs> was the last time I played. Um, all right. So you know what? we're gonna we're gonna get the answer soon enough. So what, what do you think? If you ha- if you had to guess, what do you think this major unannounced title is gonna be? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Devil May Cry. I was gonna go Monster Hunter until I realized they just had one in twenty twenty one. So I'm gonna go Devil May Cry. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna completely go off of the rails here. I'm gonna go beautiful Joe, cause I, cause wow, because that's something that nobody has heard in so long. I, I wonder. Like, I wonder if they would take a chance on that being a major title, with how long it's been since people have heard that. Wasn't that a Dreamcast game? Like, what was that? Yeah, the beautiful Joe games came out on GameCube, PS2, PlayStation Portable, oh, okay. and Nintendo DS. Wow. Yeah, latest release was in 05. Sheesh. I just remember how... Beautiful Joe. 
<laughs> insanely colorful and bright. Well, those that, games were that because that was at the peak, I, I think. Right when you had a lot of those games that were popping off, you had like Jet Set Radio, and because that was yeah. Beautiful Joe was a cell shaded ish game, right or no? Yeah, yeah, it had that. It had a little bit of that style, kind of it. that aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, but like you said before, I don't expect Mega Man. I don't because I'm just doing process of elimination. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's why I'm thinking Devil May Cry, Marvel I mean, vs. Capcom, Rising. Marvel vs. Cap- Dead Rising are they, they were big games, and the Marvel vs. Capcom games everybody loves. But I'm um, see if they were going to do something with Marvel vs. Capcom, I feel like I feel like there would be more there would be more rumbles within like the the e gaming community. And if that was the case, we definitely would have heard something by now. Fair enough. All right, final answer. I'm going Devil May Cry. All right, final answer. I'm actually going to switch mine again. Uh, I am going to go... You'd be fun on a game show. <laughs> oh, God, I'm horrible. I'm going to go Lost Planet just because I really, really enjoyed those games. Lost Planet. Lost Planet was fun. That was those games out, were good. Those was the one out in, like, the snow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, last time we had a Lost Planet was in 2013, so it would be nice to see that come back. I think I remember Pops playing one of them games. Yep. Lost Planet <laughs> 2 was the big one that he played. Yeah. All right, well, what you got? All right, so we're gonna go from that to. If you want, if, I was about to say if you want to do that one, we can hit all, all the because right. I got an article for them as well. So. All right, let's rock it then. All right, so we're gonna go into, into Insomniac. Not only have they been just riding an absolute high off of Spider Man Two and everything that has come with it, we have finally found out everything within Insomniac. It's all its own. It's all its own universe that actually is Marvel canon. So, Spider Man Two, Spider Man One, and the Wolverine movie that a Wolverine video game is supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty four, I believe. All of them are part of Universe ten forty eight. The universe has been it has been quantified as canon because it is in the um, across the Spider Verse movie. You know, what I mean, they mentioned they at least mentioned something about it. Um, there haven't really been like that many Easter eggs as a, you know what I mean? Towards like, Hey, this is everything going on in this universe. But one of the things I do like that, um, that one of the, uh, sorry, I, w- I want to make sure I say this guy's name, right? Uh, it Ith- said Ithacar into Har. Okay. Uh, I, I can't find his last name, wherever the hell it is. All right, so one of the things that he was talking because he was talking with uh, IGN about, you mean about the Mar- about a uh, Wolverine and what everything we're expecting because we haven't seen anything from it since 2021. And one of th- one of the things that he said, he was like, "Hey, we just want to make sure that we give our creators the most time possible, just doing the work." Yeah, we don't want to push anything to where it's like, hey, we're looking at Game Awards XXX. Let's go ahead and make sure we have something ready for that. So that way the only focus is on a five minute sequence of something. Instead, they're just like, hey, we're just going to when when we get closer to it, then we'll start throwing stuff out. Yeah. And I like that. Um, Like you're about to talk about with some Spider-Man like dude, Spider-Man 2 is killing it. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I got a couple things to talk about Spider Man. Some up, some down, but more up than down, dude. More than 2.5 million copies. 
Yeah. In 24 hours. That's a perfect segue because... In 24 hours. Absolutely, yeah. Perfect segue because Spider-Man 2 is now the fastest selling game ever made by PlayStation. So, like Wes said, Spider-Man 2 sold more than 2.5 million physical and digital copies in its first 24 hours. Um, now, the criticism it faces, I'm almost starting to think is a little bit unfair because the, critici- the, the, the main criticism that it faced is that the main story only takes about 15 hours to complete. Yes. But it extends to between 40 and 50 hours when you go and you do a lot of the side quests. Now, I think the main problem that people are having with it is the time that this game came out because this game came out right around a plethora of games that have hundreds of hours worth of things. It comes out with Starfield. It comes out with Baldur's Gate. It comes out with, um, fuck, what's the other one? Um, not as long as those, but, um, oh my God, it'll, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. But I think that's part of the reason why people are, are a little frustrated is because they're, you're, you're spoiled with something. It's a different type of game though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, because and if you played any of the other ones, knew. they weren't wildly long either. I was about to, I was just about to say, we already knew with Miles that it, you know, what I mean, that Miles was going to be significantly shorter mm-hmm. than 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 Insomniac Spider Man. You I mean the first the first game? Yeah, but like that Miles game was just fucking incredible. I agree. Um, so yeah, Spider Man Two is the highest uh, or the fastest selling game made by PlayStation now. Uh, some of the downs on it. So, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the, the length because I think that's a little goofy. Um, they did just come out with a patch because they had a uh, they had a little flag issue. They had a little flag issue uh, when it came to Miles because instead of a um, uh, Puerto Rican flag, uh, they had a Cuban flag. Yes. And for those of you who may not know, Cuba and Puerto Rico are two different places. They are two different With two different, different flags. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, but they did fix it, and then so I, I don't have the exact. Um, I mean, Wes can find it if he wants to. I don't know if it's one hundred percent necessary, but uh, I do not have the exact um, response that Insomniac gave um, for it. But they, they came out, they owned it, they didn't make any bullshit. They said we're going to fix it. We'll strive to do better. It was a mistake, you know. Everything they should say, they said. Um, while Wes is looking that up. Um, another- Yo, did, you just, did you see that people are freaking out? I mean, people are upset now that the uh, spider cube is gone. Yeah, I was going to talk about. <laughs> I was going to talk about that too. So that is another thing that was covered in the latest patch. Is that um, so? There was a, a glitch. Now, thankfully, even before this patch, there was a workaround because I got a little nervous. So you know, one of the biggest things when you're playing these games are the suits that you can unlock like that it makes makes it fun now do they do anything other than change the aesthetic no but they're dope and there's a lot of them and you know when you finally unlock the ability to um to unlock new suits if you play like i do where you do a lot of side stuff first you already have a lot of like city tokens and things saved up and Mm -hmm. tech parts so by the time i was able to start unlocking some suits i had so many parts i was on on i was able to unlock you know, probably like 20, 25 suits. Now, I don't remember, you played Miles, so you, you can let me know. I don't remember, when you unlocked a new suit, were there also then different variations of that suit that you could further unlock? I don't believe so. So, now, they now, have plenty of now suits. Now, I but, do know that with Spider-Man 2, you mean, I mean, you're basically leading into this part of it. Yeah. Uh, 
multiple suits have multiple like color redesigns. Stuff. Yeah. So like <coughs> yeah, the Spider-Man, yeah, like the Spider-Man 2099 suit, like you unlock that and then you can use more tech parts and unlock three or four different variations of that suit. Or the Arachnite. Now they don't know. Which yeah, is Spider-Man yeah. mixed with Moon Knight. Yeah. And now they don't all, they don't all have that. Like some of them are just what they are. Like I think like the, the noir, the noir outfit is like, that's just that. Yeah. Noir doesn't, um, noir doesn't really have anything else but, besides. Um, but anyway, so what happened was, and every time you pick a suit, you know, you can, you can select it and see what it looks like. And then mm-hmm. you go into the game. Well, I came across like, you know, I did the first couple suits and I was like, oh, this is great. And then there was like 10 more I had to unlock. I started unlocking them, but it just kept popping up as like a white cube. And I was like, I guess it just didn't load all the way yet. I'm going to have to go into the game to actually see this. And then I back out to go play and it literally turned Spider-Man into a white cube or miles for that matter, whoever the damn suit was for. Like you could, you could theoretically play the game like that. You could hop off building, swing, fight. You were just a, you were a white cardboard box basically. Yeah. Your spider cube. That's um, but, what. They, that, I mean, that was the name that that just came up from it. <laughs> but that made me furious because not only were was it those suits, but the suits that you got as a pre order bonus, all of them did that. Oh. Every single one of the five suits you got for a pre order bonus, you couldn't see any of them. And I was like, weren't this is going to piss some people weren't off? Weren't most of those like Insomniac originals? I believe so. Yeah, I yeah. don't. I certainly don't. Like I've been between playing enough Marvel Strike Force at this point, and then just the stuff that I watch. Like I'm knowledgeable enough of like the suits that I know what's actually out there and what's different. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that those were ones that they came out with. But I was like, this is gonna piss some people off because like a lot of people, this is why they pre-ordered. Yeah, and then they can't use any of the suits. So I was I started googling, and someone said, you know, I just. Um, saved restarted my game and once it reloaded everything was fine and and it was as soon as i reloaded my game everything came back yeah because you sh- like you sent a picture to i sent a video i sent you a video that's what it was and you know because i was laughing i was laughing my ass off it was so funny i wasn't laughing at that point because i was i only, can i can understand you not I, laughing the yeah. only reason i wasn't laughing at that point is because <laughs> that had just come on the heels of the article that I read about how short the game was and how long the cutscenes were, and I was like, "Man, it really looks like they just mailed this." It's just shit really in. piling up on 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 yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah. Um. So you had that. Um. What else? And then there's one other article I have. So also, this is a first, I believe, because both the original. Now, this does confuse some people, believe it or not, because even though this is Spider-Man Two, technically it is the third game in the series. It is because you had Spider-Man, you had Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, and now you have Spider-Man Two. <laughs> um, this is the first one that didn't launch with a new Game Plus feature. They don't have it. They're going to have it, but they don't have it yet. So if you finish the game, you can't do anything else yet. There is no end game content. No, there is new game. Oh. There is no new game plus yet. Um, it's it does well, that say sucks. yeah uh, in a Q and A on uh, on Twitter the Insomniac Games community and uh, marketing director James Stevens has said that uh, New Game Plus is coming to Spider Man Two and that the feature simply missed the launch window that, that really was it um, it says New Game Plus should be out for all Spider Man Two players by the end of twenty twenty three although they didn't announce a date so if you're playing the the balls out of that game. You ain't going to see it until you're not, you're you, going to have to put that game on the shelf. And it's, you know, you wonder, you know, depending on how quick people finish that game, if they're going to come back to it, you know what I mean? Because if you got, yeah. if you stop a game that you've already beat and new game plus is just being able to carry over all your shit and do maybe so, some other little extra stuff. But if you got to put that game on the shelf and then you've got two months to play other shit, who knows if you're going to come back. So that, that's kind of a swing and a miss because yeah, that's unfortunate. A lot of people love under new game normal plus. circumstances. You have new. You mean 
NG Plus coming out straight up with the game. Like it was, it was that way with Miles. To my knowledge, it was that way with the original Spider Man. I mean, even, any game that has new game plus, I don't remember ever having to wait. I mean, like even now. I mean, I mean, just look, just look at other games out there right now. Like Diablo yeah. Four has new game plus. I know for a fact. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, the hell about like Starfield has a new game plus. You know what I mean? Which and, is and it came out at it, launch. Which is bananas considering it, like if you do everything you want to do, I think it said it could take you like years to just complete one run through. Well, yeah. I Depending mean, for on how you, you to play. actually go to every single every single solar system, hit every single planet. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um all right, back to you, sir. Oh, back to me. So let's stay. Let's stay with PlayStation. They decided to have a conversation with people about why they are going to defend their price hike. Bold stance to take. It is. Now, you are talking about a roughly 30% hike, which is just fucking bonkers to us. So if you had the essential plan, it what you went from $59.99 to $79.99. The plus extra plan went from $99.99 to $134.99. And the plus premium plan went from $119.99 to $159.99. That's a lot of nines. That's a big increase, too. I didn't think I'd be able to get through all those nines. Huh. Um, now, they recently did an interview with uh, Barron's and the SIE Entertainment uh, business chief, Mike Lempel. He was asked to justify this price hike. And... What he said was, quote, we want to make PlayStation Plus great, end quote. That's a, first of all, that's a horrible way to start. That's like saying we're all family here. You know what I mean? That's that. One of the biggest things that he was trying to bring awareness to was the fact that 85% of the world has not seen a PlayStation Plus price hike in years, many years. And I get that. Again, you are talking about a thirty percent increase. Do in we price. get do we get a guarantee that it will not that w- that it will be this way for another 10, 20 years, or how or how however long it's been since the last price hike? Yeah, can you guarantee me that for the next you know ten to fifteen years that this is going to be what it is? If so, okay, I'll deal with it. You know, it is what it is. But I mean, if you're just going to keep hiking the price every year. It's, it's not going to work. Like, I get it. Inflation hits you just like it hits us. But if we can't afford your shit, you can't make more shit. <laughs> True. Because we pay for you to do that stuff. And we've been dealing with price hikes and gouging all over, especially within the streaming and, like, monthly subscription, you know what I mean, world. Game Pass, they up their price. Apple TV Plus and Apple Arcade up their price. Disney Plus, Netflix, they up their price. Everybody is boosting their prices. Again, I'm going to say this, though. None of them are boosting their prices 30%. Yeah. But now, if if we look back, how many times have they boosted their price since the last time Sony I get that. boosted theirs? I get that. So it's like one of those things where it's like over... Do you want to trickle or do you just want to just handle it yeah, right off the gate? Yeah, because it's like, if you don't bitch about one, I guess, how can you bitch about the other? Because, like, say, I know these aren't the numbers, but say Microsoft increases theirs 5% for five years, and then every five years, they increase theirs by 25%. What's the difference? You're, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
I understand. What I, you're I get it. Now at the same I time, prefer the slow trickle, honestly. And that's what and, and that's what I'm gonna say because then at <laughs> least then my money is somewhat, you know what I mean, moving within that same within that same dynamic to where I can keep it. Yeah, like if I need to figure out, you know, how I can, and that's what I have to think about. If now. I can think about how I can, you know, Finagle. where I can squeeze an extra ten bucks this year for Sony versus okay, how can I figure out an extra forty bucks? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So now we don't have that choice, obviously. But and if they're defending it, that's obviously a stance they're willing to take to the grave. So you know, we'll see. You know, put it this way: what they do is, I mean, the, the beautiful thing is, you'll see the results. Yes, they cut you like their sales and all that shit becomes public knowledge. Like you I mean, can, they they are planning to have an even bigger year at the end of twenty twenty three than anything else because. When they first dropped the PS5, it was during a point, obviously with COVID, lockdowns. They they couldn't even get all the components they needed for even for these systems. Now they're in abundance of having these in stock to be able to get to people. Not to mention, there's also the redesign. Yeah, you know what I mean that 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 we also know about. And with this redesign, the what money, we can the money see, grab. Huh? <laughs> the money grab. Yeah, the money grab. Like one of the biggest things about it is that it has a detachable, um, physical the disc drive. Yeah, 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 de- yeah detachable disc drive. You know what I mean, so you can either have it as a full digital or like a normal fucking PlayStation. Yeah, and like, look, that's cool. I think that's neat. You know what I mean that they that they have that feature. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm gonna pay another five hundred fucking six hundred dollars for this fucking Ab- thing. Absolutely not, because like I said, unless you are, and it's never a terrible idea to be like to be one, because we see how profitable it can be. But unless you're a video game collector, legitimately, what is your reasoning for not buying everything digitally? You don't have to go anywhere to get it. It's not like if your system gets full, all of a sudden you lose that game forever. If you if you delete it, you can still re-download it for free. Exactly. Because it still stays a part of like your library. Yeah. So it's like if, you, if you're not planning on reselling these games at some point, or like I said, the shit we used to do back in the day, if not everyone can afford it, then you, know, you can just pass the game to your homies. But if that's not the case, what do you need the physical drive for? That's why I didn't get one. Or did I? I did get one. I did get one for that reason. Um, well, no, for the second reason, because we, we don't all always get the same games. So yeah. it's like, look at Jedi Survivor. I can pass that to you when I'm done. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah, which um, I'm appreciative of. Of course. But I mean, I got, like, mine has a disc, you know I mean, disc uh, thing there. Yeah. But at the same time, it was the only one that I could get at that point. Oh, yeah. At, th- at that point, you, you know had to just like, get what when, you get your hands on. When we got our systems, that's when everything was kind of like in the crunch. Yeah. And, I mean, because I was very much dedicated to making sure I got a PlayStation five before the end of like, yeah. or before like half of like 2022, I think is when I got and, it. And like, even if you are a collector, unless it's a super duper banger in great condition, you wouldn't need the disc drive anyway, because you're whatever game you plan on reselling one day, you're not opening. That is true. You're well. keeping that shit wrapped up and then you're selling it because the yeah. amount of games that go for a lot of money that have been opened are, are few and far between. Like, at this point, the only way I'm going for a physical game is if it's one of those big, like, midnight releases that we used to fucking enjoy where we all go, we all meet up at GameStop. And I think those days are, are coming to a close. Oh, those days are long over. Um, Especially like, when it comes down to, like, with GameStop and all that stuff. Yeah, so, like, those were fun, like, meeting up with your boys and seeing everybody there excited talking about the new Fallout or whatever yeah. it was and whatnot. But Now, if... If we all decide to just do the upgrade on the storage, 
on these systems. You know what I'm saying? Because for like 60 bucks or 80 bucks or something like that, maybe I, I think it's a little bit more now. But, you know what I mean, they did have a sale. And you could get a two terabyte. Um, like the external? No, not even external, an internal. Oh, an internal. It's okay. where you just pop off the, like right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you just one screw. Yeah. You put you drop a new one in, you format it, you have two terabytes of fucking of space to use. Yeah. And it's in like for 125 bucks, like 150 bucks or whatever, you can get the Seagate one for for Xbox. It's yeah. which again, 2 terabyte. Yeah. So um I mean if yeah. with everything going to the digital versus physical, you mean everything leaning more towards the digital realm, it makes more sense to invest in those in those things, you you mean to make your to make, to make your game experience a little bit better? Yeah, like to bring to bring this article to, to a close. I, like I said, I don't know that I'm necessarily mad at because I get like this is this is how the world works. Like things don't get less expensive as years go on. Like it just is what it is. Um, like I said, do I think they could have done a better plan? And because I'm wondering if if it's just a plan that might just now be coming back to bite them in the ass because they look great keeping their prices the same when everyone else is doing their incremental increases. Yeah. But then when you then decide to really hike it, you got to deal with some shit. You might've just been better off taking your lumps with everybody else. Cause and it's not even lumps. Like you, ex- you expect that things are going to get more expensive. Yeah. Like I said, that's how and, the world and works. And a like big everybody Mac today don't cost the same as a big Mac 20 years ago. And everybody, I remember these arguments when, when Xbox would increase their price, when, you know what I mean? If Nintendo ever decided to increase their price, and yeah, which Nintendo is only $20 a year anyway. So yeah, whatever. And, and they're always like, well, how come you guys are increasing and they're not increasing? Like y'all should all just increase at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That way, that, that way there's less of a chance that people are going to bitch. Get, get blowback. Yeah. I mean, but whatever, like I said, we'll see what, what the decision, you know, how that affects Sony and it's going to go one of two ways. Either they're still going to see hella profit and hopefully that price, if this is the model they want to go it with is going to stay the same for a multitude of years before they decided to do it again. Or they're going to see, you know, a little, you know, not as much profit as they want. And then maybe they'll scale it back, but only one way to find out. We shall see. But, uh, I'd like to stay on Sony. Um, since I have one here now, this is an interesting one. Um, because there's a lot up in the air that people don't, quite understand oh sorry he is sending a text message i was sorry uh anyway so one of one of playstation's most important people connie booth has left the company after 30 plus years now what's weird is that nobody is quite sure of how this went down Nobody's sure because she hasn't given her statement yet either. So she doesn't like people don't know if she left, if she was fired, if she like, you know. Um, so uh, the co-creator of God of War alleges that Connie Booth was fired after PlayStation began to work on more live service games. Uh, PlayStation veteran Connie Booth. And I got this off GameSpot, by the way. And it, it was an article literally from um, yesterday. Um PlayStation veteran Connie Booth, who joined PlayStation decades ago and is one of the company's most important people, has left the company. A spokesperson for PlayStation has confirmed. However, the nature of her exit remains a mystery amid a report that she was fired. Um, The representative told uh, Axios that Connie Booth helped drive the success PlayStation Studios is is experiencing today and that she helped foster an environment where a team's creative vision could fully flourish. 
We're thankful for Connie's numerous contributions to the company and wish her the best in future endeavors. Now, while she has yet to comment on her exit and the nature of her departure is unknown, former PlayStation developer David Scott, the creator of Twisted Metal and co-creator of God of War, was the first person to report that she was fired. And he said, and I quote, she was fired. She was not let go. She did not retire. She didn't quit. She was fired. He added that apparently she had no notice or advance warning. It kind of just happened. Oh, that's shit. Which is really, really fucked up. For somebody um, who's supposed to have this type of like prestigious level, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like everybody loving this woman. 30 plus years and like she created a, a, um, a culture that yeah. like, in a time where we're talking about some not so good cultures in video gaming, you know, in, in companies. Which is um, the reason why Activision Blizzard did what they did. Yeah. You mean was selling. So, um, uh, so, um. Jaffe went on to say that outgoing PlayStation boss Jim Ryan gave a mandate for PlayStation's teams to make more games as a service titles, which in turn reportedly upset a number of PlayStation developers, and all of this was somehow blamed on Connie. The blame fell on her shoulders. Um, GameSpot contacted PlayStation in an attempt to get more details. Um, they didn't really get much yet. Um, Connie was most recently the senior vice president and head of internal production at PlayStation. She was inducted into the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame in 2020. That is And sick. was understood to be a champion of game developers. Uh, the she games played, that she was a part of. The, the, right? I mean, the games that she was a key, I mean, that she played key roles in. Yeah. List them. Yeah. Crash, Spyro, Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, Sly, fucking Spider-Man, Resistance, the Uncharted series, Infamous, the last of us you're talking about some of the most prolific some of which ones are left off like what am i not like when you th when you think sony tell me one title there that that's that's missing i mean god of war is the only one i'm thinking fair enough <laughs> fair enough touche motherfucker touche um but yeah, so dude. i'm interested to see this come out because you don't just fire somebody like that like been with the company since 89 the company yeah the company since 89 senior vice president head of production created a brilliant culture and a key role in producing some of literally your most profitable games since your inception yes why is she gone now again you know she can come out and say something too and, and i'm hoping she does because i would like to see some clarity because this all just goes away if she just straight up retired, which after 30 years, you know. After 30 years, you would all expect you want, an announcement sure. of a retirement. You wouldn't yeah, expect that, somebody to say offhand that she was fired. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's the part that I'm thinking about with this. Yeah, that's a little wild to me. Um, but while I was, you know, talking about uh, somebody leaving the company, I know you had something on some people moving up. Uh, did you not? Yeah, so we're going to switch it up again. We're going to go from PlayStation back to Xbox. I shouldn't hit things on the table. Sorry. All right, so Xbox has decided to change their leadership structure, and they announced that they have four new promotions for executives. Uh, this was reported by The Verge, just so everybody knows. Sarah Bond, Matt Booty, uh, Takashi <laughs> Namoto, and Yusef Mehdi. You had they me, are you all had, getting. You had me at Matt Booty. Yeah, yeah. We saw him, didn't we? On something. He he had to have been doing something on one of the, the um, like those Microsoft Xbox showcases or whatever. Because we we had definitely said something about his name. I there, I rem, you don't forget <laughs> Matt Booty. You don't forget the booty. <laughs> you don't forget the booty. Mm. Okay then. 
<coughs> Excuse me. All right, so the way that all of this is going to be, so uh, Sarah Bond is now going to be the Xbox president overseeing Xbox hardware and software platforms, including the player and creator experiences, platform engineering, strategy, business planning, data and analytics, and the business development. I will say right now, she is a black woman. She is the first black woman, at least that I've been able to find out. That is that is leading. You know, I mean, that is now the head of a major like gaming company. Um. So a lot of this has to do. I mean, before I get back into the other names and everything else, we got to do. A lot of this has to do with the acquisition of Activision Blizzard mm. and with the undisputed prick that is fucking uh what a kiosk or whatever the fuck that motherfucker's name is yeah when because he's out at the end of the year he should have been out now but he's out at the end of the year and you know i mean all of this is going to happen because of that because they need new people in these different roles better people yeah so matt booty has been promoted to the president of game content studios and he will oversee zenimax okay i like that and i like that a lot <clears throat> you know I mean, actually having somebody that was more within the Xbox like gaming world actually jumping into Zenimax, like I like because we, we haven't really gotten too much off of that part of the you mean you mean of these acquisitions deals? No. So, all right. So, uh, Spencer Phil Spencer wrote, Zenimax will continue to operate as a limited in- integration integration entity led by Jamie Letter president and ceo and they will be reporting to mr booty uh we have takashi nomoto he has been promoted to the x to the microsoft cmo do you know what that is what the cmo is um he is taking over for chris uh capicella who is now leaving after 32 years marketing chief marketing chief marketing officer okay um, and then with, uh, with Nomoto's, uh, promotion, Yusef Mehdi is going to take over for Nomoto's old role. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, there you go. Bobby Kotick. That's that prick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once he fucking leaves at the end of the year, uh, like more women are going to be within the leadership positions at Microsoft than men. He had a lot of, sh- he had a lot of bullshit. Under his watch. Mm. We've talked about it. Yes. We had a whole episode about that it. That fucking, not? the locker room. Yeah. The boys, the, bo- the yeah. boys, even the boys club bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, we've already said it. It's a, it's an old tale from us, but we fucking despise that shit. We fucking think it's absolutely archaic <laughs> and it's just, yeah. Fuck yeah. all that. That's. That's goofy. So goofy behavior. How about we end on a fun one? Yes, I, I, I agree. It's nice and short and sweet too. And what better way to do it than right before Halloween? Since we never did a Halloween episode. <laughs> That's true. We could do one next week. Well, I mean, it's after Halloween then. I mean, we we've done that a bunch of times. Yeah. Over the years of doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so everybody knows who John Carpenter is, right? I would certainly fucking hope so. He is one of the most legendary horror directors of all time. You are talking about... Literally directed my favorite Halloween franchise of all time. Halloween. I must <laughs> so, say, yeah. yeah. But, um, like, dude, the thing from back in 1982 
back in the late 1900s. Yeah. Things scared a lot of people. You had the, dude, Kurt Russell and Keith David. Like, mm. you cannot get better when it comes down to those two. Yeah. But so, I forget what the question was to John Carpenter. I need to look more into the article. I kind of just remember the main thing about it. Because uh, it's the part that applies to us. Yeah, well, of course. He said that all he wants to do is play video games, watch basketball, and eat popsicles. And the funniest part was he was eating a popsicle while he was giving the interview. And he actually had to pause for <laughs> it. So he said, I'm sorry, I'm eating a popsicle right now. <laughs> uh, I love that. What a legend. Yeah, he, And you know what, sir? You've reached that point in life where you've earned that. Oh, God, yeah. 75 years old. I don't think there's anything else you need to do. <laughs> you've, you've done it all. Enjoy your life, man. Absolutely. Actually, there's one more thing you could do for me, sir, if you don't mind, if you ever hear this, which you definitely won't. But uh, I have always, always, always wanted a Halloween video game. I always wanted one. And you're, and I, I always thought that there was a possibility it was coming because you're starting to get these now. They, they saw how successful Friday the 13th was. Dead by Daylight. Yeah, and see, that's the closest thing because they did add Michael Myers into that. Yeah. But that's, I mean, Dead by that's Daylight not. and also uh, TCM. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So TCM is even more, um, is getting more praise than Friday the 13th did, and Friday the 13th did great. So you've got a game based around Jason. You've got a game based around, you know, the the OG Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, like, you're seeing the success. Now, I'm not necessarily saying I needed that style of game. It can be. I don't care. Yeah. But I always wanted something around him. He's my, like, horror movies are my favorite genre of movies, and that's my favorite franchise in the genre. So, like, yeah, I always wanted one. So, brother, if you could find a way to partner up with somebody and uh, make that happen, I would like that very much. Like, I just, I appreciate, Kojima, do that. I appreciate the way that he talks about, like, all this stuff. Because, I mean, he's being asked about his career and people he wished, like, he could work with. And, and he goes, he basically says, I don't care. Like, I've done it. I'd rather talk about basketball. I don't want to talk about all this other shit. Yeah, like my my career is is and the best part is, is that is not only is he talking about basketball, he's talking WNBA. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's not even talking like just straight up NBA, dude. Because this was right after uh, Vegas won the championship back to back. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, come on, man. Like, I I love the fact that one of the most prolific fucking horror directors of all time is nothing just but a fucking gaming nerd like us. That's all he wants. Because what do we want? All we want to do is just watch basketball and play video games. Yeah. That's all we really do. <laughs> Bro, I don't, yeah. I don't want to make no trouble for anybody. I just want to Hell work. I just want no. to work, make my money, take care of my family, play video games, and eat what I want. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> I mean, look, Mr. Carpenter, if you ever do hear this, again, we know you won't. But if you do, we do appreciate. We say thank you for everything you've done. And thank you for being a 75-year-old man that still loves gaming. Champion in video games. I love it. We salute you, sir. Fuck yeah. And that's news. Let me see if I can do this quickly. Probably not, but. So, now it is time to go ahead and let all the crew members at home and the ones abroad, we're going to tell you what we are playing. <laughs> You. <laughs> yeah, you can go first. Oh, I was about to say shit. I'm like, I'm like, did somebody open the door? My bad. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I could just turn that all the way down because it's the normal volume when yeah. I actually send everything over. 
What the fuck have I been playing? Uh, let's see here. You know me and my just insane gaming. I play so much for so long. Yeah, he's probably got like an eighth into like six different games at this point. I blame that on my ADHD more than anything. Hey, do you, bro? <laughs> you can't say that when you guys had an intervention on this on this fucking podcast about it. Hey, didn't work. <laughs> no, it worked for the hyper focus of my ADHD, and then I fucking <laughs> fell off. It's like, bro, don't you enjoy the ending of a game? <laughs> like, I need to be able to get all of first. your progress and what is what happened. No, like, I get to see bro, a head blow bro, up, and I'm like, I'm good. Bro, you were like damn near as was I. You were damn near brought to tears at the end of uh, the second Ori game. Yes. See, you'll see that more if you finish some of these damn games. Fuck that! No! All right. So, uh, honestly, due to playoff sports in our area, Touche. have not been playing all that much. After one of the shitstorm games, I think it was the five o'clock game. Um. That the fucking dumbass is lost. I threw down on. Uh, we did some Diablo. We did some dungeons. Okay. Uh, and I mean, oh, Javier was Javier's been jumping into like the season, the seasonal stuff. Yeah. To where you like you, you, every season you create a new character. And you got to build them up to like levels and everything else like that. And he's now playing my character or my, uh, my role, which is the sorcerer. And he's like, dude, this shit's fun. I'm like, no shit. It's fucking awesome. I get to fucking freeze people all the time. Fucking perfect. But now we've been running dungeons in that. I haven't really touched anything else besides that. And uh I mean we had a rough go last night. I wouldn't call it a rough go. I think we, we went two and two. Did we go two and two? Yeah. Okay. I mean I, the games that we lost I felt like I felt like it was a rough go. In in part because I mean, we made the one team quit after all of us got two goals. In yeah, in part just because there were moments in the game that you can look back on and be like, that was the fucking difference maker right there. Like we had the one game where all we had to do was stay out of the box because we were struggling on the penalty kill and we would have won. We lost the game eight six, but we had four penalties that they scored on. Yes. You know what I mean? That's a six four dub right there if you don't take yeah. penalties. And then we had the other game where we got down five two got a five minute major and what did nothing. i say i was like if we can just pick up two here i'm confident we can at least force overtime we got nothing right afterwards we scored a goal to make it five three and i was like there's that if we could have just picked up those two then we would have been tied on that up right five there. major we'd have we'd have been good so it's just moments in games that, that got away from us there but we went two and two it is what it is yeah it wasn't too bad no no it was fine uh what about you man what you been doing Balls deep into Spider-Man 2. Now, I'm not going to go too much into the story because it's still very new, so I'm not trying to spoil it. I appreciate that. You're still going to be playing the game. I know. Is Clyburn playing it? He is going to start streaming it very soon. Okay. For um, the Twisted Cape. So, the the things that I will say that I that I thoroughly in, enjoy about it. One, um, I've, I've had no moments at all where things have felt, you know, monotonous. Like, I'm just doing the same shit over and over again like everything and, and you know me i'm doing every single side thing i can do before I get, the very first thing i did when i got the game was unlocked as much of the map as i could literally unlocked uh so what i don't remember about was there a fast tra- was there fast travel in miles morales i don't believe there was i might be tripping though no i, I could be tripping. it's been a while think. since i played it um and it's funny because when they found out that there was fast travel in spider-man 2 that you could unlock it someone's like i'll be goddamned 
if I'm Spider-Man and I'm fast traveling. <laughs> like, I'm a web sling my way there. But um, uh, if you do enough in each, um, in each, like, district. You could not. Okay, so the more you do in, like, each district, you unlock the ability to fast travel to that part. Um, so I like that. That's pretty cool. I'm, of course, a champion of what plenty of people like to bitch about because they're fucking turd nuggets. Um, is it like all the inclusivity. Like, I, I love everybody that's represented in that game. Like I said, you've got, you know, you got Puerto Rico or Cuba. <laughs> you've got Puerto Rico represented there. You've got the deaf community represented in there. You've got, uh, you know, there's pride stuff you can find. There's Black Lives Matter stuff you can find. One of the one of the side one of the side quests that I did was um, uh, helping uh, helping this guy ask uh, this other guy that he's got a crush on to homecoming. Like I was like, that's dope. You don't you wouldn't get that much. That's like, fucking cute. I love that's, that. Like that's I like adorable. shit that goes away from the quote unquote norm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that that was cool. Another thing I love, and again, I'm not going to spoil it and say who or what or where. But so when we when we did the episode where we were looking at like the renderings they had of like Lizard and, and mm-hmm. uh, who else did we see? He said Lizard, Craven. We saw Venom. Venom. Uh, that may have been it. Yeah, I think so. I think that was it. And those were the people that were the most talked about being in the game. Like we had an idea when we when we watched the trailer. Like you heard right away, and you were like, "Oh, that's Craven right there." So like we knew Craven. Obviously, you knew Venom from the start. Yes. Um, but. So many more people in there than I thought was going to be in this game. That I have, have seen little little bits and pieces here and there. And I'm like, oh my god, that was fucking cool. I have seen uh, Craven's lair. I have heard about that. I mean, where his throne is and what is behind his throne. Mm. And not only is it what is behind his throne, but where that comes from. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like I love that. When I saw that, like, I was like. I'm like, oh shit, they actually brought it from that game. Or, like, or from that movie, okay. Like, it's so dope that you were excited for this game from the beginning because they've always been good at having, like, you know, in, let's see, in, in, uh, in, in Miles, you had Rhino, you had Vulture, you had, um, who else did you have? Rhino, you had Vulture. I mean, you mainly dealt with the Tinkerers people and all that shit. Yeah, so. but you at least had that. I mean, I know in the first Spider Man, you had, uh, Scorpion, right? Negative. Yeah, Mr. Negative, Negative, Doc Ock, Ock, Scorpion, uh, you know, whoever. So, like, they've always been good at that. So, so in this game, we saw when we saw the shit they had. They were like, okay, so this game's version, you're gonna have Craven, you're gonna have Venom. Yeah, you only expected like you're gonna have Lizard. You know what I mean? Only only like a third of, and not even a third of of, like of a normal rogues gallery. All this different shit popping up. I'm like, dude, this is fucking so cool. So that that's been blowing me away. And like I said, I, I said it on stream last night masterclass in in how a, a main storyline should go like even there's a lot of cutscenes supposedly if the article is true around seven hours worth in total yeah it none of them have ever felt like i'm watching too long. long i'm watching too long or it's not engaging enough that i'm just like okay can i skip can i skip yeah um and even the same thing when you have like you play video games where you have, you know, like uh, almost like the beginning of um, the Marvel Avengers game when you're um, uh, when you're Kamala Khan and you're just kind of mm-hmm. walking around and checking out the A Day stuff. Like, uh, you know, you have missions like that where you're walking around and looking through stuff, going to like. Uh, like I remember that even with Miles. Like, you, you, I mean, you had the one where you were at like feast and you were walking yeah, around trying yeah, to, yeah. You know, you know, trying to listen. Yeah, and like you have one, you have one here again. I'm not going to go into depth, but you get to do some stuff around like Coney Island, which is 
super fun. I've heard a lot about the Coney Island stuff. Bruh. <laughs> like, it's... Uh, I heard they did a damn good job on that. They, they, they did a damn good job. I it, it would not shock me if this game popped up in the, in the game of your category. Will they win it? I don't know. But wouldn't surprise me if it pops up. I mean, I fully expect to, to at least see them in, like, the best voice and all that stuff. And all those categories just because... Oh, yeah. Just because, I mean, they, they, they like, uh, Yuri, Yuri, uh, yeah, Yuri Urenthal, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, as Peter Parker, is absolutely perfect. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Lowenthal, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yuri Lowenthal. Goddamn, I need to get his name right. But, uh, yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that game. Now, I'm, the only thing, excuse me, the only thing that kind of stinks is I was hoping, because I was balls deep into Jedi Survivor before Marvel came out, but the way I figured, I was like, you know... Spider-Man just came out so if I don't switch to that and get that one out of the way I'm gonna end up seeing shit that I don't want to see on Twitter or whatever and shit's gonna get spoiled for me Jedi Survivor's been out long enough that you know I managed to not see anything about it somehow when it first came out so I'm not seeing anything about it now so everything that I haven't done is still a mystery to me Mm. where I wouldn't have that opportunity in Marvel so I'm gonna get back into Jedi Survivor as soon as I'm done with Spider-Man since again the new game plus isn't there yet so Yeah, so I mean, once you're done doing everything you're doing, you have nothing else to do anyway. No, you're gonna switch right back to Jedi Survivor until, uh, yeah, until I uh, punch back through on Marvel Spider-Man. But yeah, it's great, and I cannot wait to have someone else to like talk about it with that's played it. Yeah, which I'm, is gonna be one of you or Clyburn because Anthony's not playing it for three months. That is so. true. That is true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, for some reason, I thought you had a pre-order because you were t- you kept talking and talking and talking about how excited no, like, you were for it. So I thought you had a pre-order. I loved. I love seeing all the information on everything. The only thing that bothered me was the article that we were talking about last, the, I mean, last time. About this, the length? Yeah. The, yeah. You, I mean, and that's what, the, honestly, that's what made me hold off. I, I, don't, I don't blame you because I may, I may, everything yeah, that I knew. I may have done the same thing had I not already had the game pre-ordered. I may have done the same and thing, I get so that. I get it. I get it. All right. All right, we're going to go ahead and let Anthony take us out because he's going to be doing this for three months. So let's listen to him. Glorious. It's a, it's a <laughs> glorious day today, and it's Saturday, and we're going to connect with CGC. You can find us at consolegamingcrew.com. You can find us at our email, which is consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle, by the way, is at consolecrew. YouTube? And Instagram are both console gaming crew. If you check us out, check out Boss Rush Network, which is bossrush.net. Great place. There's lots of things you can find there aside from us. Great people. By the way, Twitch should be returning at some point. It is CGC Podcast. We have co-op Mondays and we're going to do something fancy for Fridays. I don't know yet, but that's where you can find us. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Goddamn, I love that guy. Me too. Just what a guy. So fucking smooth. The way that he throws that through. What a good guy. Oh yeah, fucking great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Is he from Quebec? <laughs> He's from Quebec. <laughs> eh? <laughs> all right, y'all. As always, we want to go ahead and say, please stay safe, wash your hands, do what you gotta do to feel good, and it better be gaming because we know gaming feels good. And as always, y'all, game on. Peace Game on bitch